Gosh, I don't know. I mean, that's definitely one of those things. I think I need to get better at watching and paying attention to the where companies are spending their money on marketing, right? What products okay. are companies marketing? So I can know what what's going to be the hot item, right? Okay. So what are the things? Maybe that's what I should be doing to prep. There's probably some more stuff. What do you do to prep that I should be doing? All right. So I see kind of where you're going with that. And there's some truth to that. Like you got to see what are they pushing. But I'm a big fan of don't buy the items where like they have a huge advertisement in the front of the store mm-hmm. or they advertise in their ad. Because guess what? Everybody else is going to want that. And the right. company is going to make sure they have enough, enough of, of them. them. Yeah. Now, there are some toys like recently that they did that and they're all sold out everywhere. They're already picked up and I'm ready to go for Q4. You know what might be a good place for checking that kind of stuff? What I hear is huge right now. Are the the kids on YouTube that open up toys and talk about toys? You know what? That that's a good resource. I mean, if you have kids or you you know you don't, but you know your cousin or your brother or sister, <laughs> that's funny that you say that. That's one of the things I was talking about. Like, hear from the kids. Like, mm-hmm. what do they love? What are they looking forward to? Like, when your Shopkins is a big deal. Mm-hmm. So all these little girls are like Shopkins. I want you know Lulu, Lulu, whatever, and I want you know Marshall Marshmallow and. Those ended up being, I remember selling some Shopkins, you know, for like 50 bucks, ah. right? They were going for like, you know, you buy them at Walmart for 10 or 15 bucks. I mean, so that's a good way. So when I say prep is one inventory, like make sure you have the space, make sure you're organized. The other one is, I would say now is to time to buy, not everything, because you, you're going to be buying a ton during Q4, mm. but buy good uh, yeah, a good amount because in October people start buying already. Mm. Like some of the hot toys that we talk about were selling already last year in October. Wow. And when December hit, they weren't hot anymore. So just so, be aware of that. So Q4, because I mean, I think that's one of the things too, is I often think of, um, it's hard when you think of Q4, I've always been kind of trained because I do my shopping and I know a lot of people do their shopping late. Right. My wife is very good at doing her shopping early. She gets it done right away. Um, and making Excel spreadsheets for you. Yeah. No, I'm the Excel guy. Oh, you're the Excel guy. I'm the Excel sorry, guy. Sorry. Yeah, okay. Yeah. She's, she's definitely uh, more organized than I am, but that's, okay. that's my thing. I like, okay. I like seeing things visually. But, um, so yeah. So I, I don't know. I always think of like, if the sales are going to happen, it's like December 20th to the 24th. Right. But realistically, I mean, we know Black Friday is, is, you know, 24th ish of November. But even before that, people are buying. People are ready to start buying stuff mm-hmm. for for Christmas, for, um, you know, the holidays. So. so I would say one of the things is make sure you have a capital ready. That's what I think a lot of people don't think about. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't think about that, is that you're going to need money to buy things. Now, I know a lot of resellers that do Amazon, like, they do it on their credit line. Mm-hmm. And I, I do that, too, but I make sure I have enough capital to cover in case anything goes wrong right but one of the things is you know especially now now as things are picking up begin to sell and build that capital Mm. because you don't want to be stuck during q4 with an inability to buy items and if you want to hear more about like kind of that like different pricing models uh, a couple episodes ago we talked about the fast nickel slow dime um, and and there there definitely is a time and a place when you might need to go fast nickel in order to get that that uh, capital built up so that you're ready to cash in on Q4. True, true, true. And I I would throw a warning out there. Don't use credit cards. Like, unless you are very disciplined and you have capital that could pay it off in case something happens. Like, I never would lo- want to hear anybody go into debt Mm-mm. 
and then they end up worse off after Q4. Yeah, no, you, I mean, this is, there's always risk in business, right? Mm-hmm. And and the more serious you get about this, this becomes business. Uh, but But it should be all calculated risks and things should be done with wisdom and things should be done you know, carefully and, and your, your goal in this should be to make money. And and this is not gambling, right? Like you're not, you're not going to a casino and putting all of your money on red and hoping for the best, right? You are, you're making smart decisions. You're thinking about what you're doing. So yeah, don't, don't put yourself in debt, hoping for the best because yeah, it might work out and it might not. And then at that point, you know, you, you might as well have just put all of your money on red. Correct. Correct. You want to end up ahead. Yeah. All right. So part of the prep is like, what kinds of items? Right. So I want to make sure people are aware, like, hey, you know, just because you have a ton of items in your eBay store doesn't mean that all those items are going to sell. Mm. Right. Where on Amazon, if you have a bunch of toys, most likely they're going to sell. Like, I know for me, Amazon is like a wasteland at the end of Q4. Mm. Like I, my, my store, like I made may, may have had, you know, I don't know, 800 to 1,000 items and I'll have like maybe two to 300 wow. when it's all said and done. And, and we're talking about multiple quantities of items Mm. right so on ebay you got to look think about what would people want as a gift right they may not want that random j crew boring polo Mm. that you could sell maybe right now for you know 20 25 bucks but when it's christmas time they're gonna want something unique Mm. right so if you're gonna do the ebay thing think about unique gifts that people would want Right. So I'll just throw a bull out there. Like some people want like sports themed items. Right. I've talked about that earlier. Right. So if there's certain sports themed items that you find like thrifting, let's say a sports themed Hawaiian shirt or sports themed pair of shoes or or a blanket or like the other day I found some big foam wall signs, hmm. a garage saline. Did I say thrifting? A garage saline that I picked up five dollars for three of them and you know, right now they're not going to sell, but I know in Q4, I'll sell each of them for $35, right? So you got to be thinking like, what are, you know, what's Uncle John going to want or what's, right. so you got to be thinking in that mindset. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a good point. I mean, I mean, that, that even gets me thinking of stuff like what are the things you get people for gifts, right? Like sometimes it's like perfumes and colognes, right? I've never really thought to go source perfumes and colognes, but that might be where your where some money is, you know. Mm-hmm. And and if you have vintage stuff, it has to be like <laughs> all vintage stuff could be good, but it has to be kind of like hot vintage stuff. Mm-hmm. Like uh, talking to Wade from Wade Venture, like he had vintage Nike items, right? Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be a hot seller, right? Because right now everybody still loves Nike, right? Um, you'll have other kinds of shoes that people want that may not be Nike that you got to think about, right? But you know, sketch your shape ups. Was our bolo, but maybe it's not going to be a bolo for Q4. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, that's a good point, and that that just reminds me of something that I bought um, a couple of grad a couple of weekends ago at a garage sale. Um, there were these two unopened, like handprint mold things, that, like a little kid could put their handprint in. It makes a heart. Oh yeah, right, that type of a thing. So you do it for your kid, and you give it away as a gift, or you hang it on your wall. And I looked up comps on it, and. I got them for 25 cents each. I picked up two of them, brand new in the box. And there were a couple of comps that are only like two that I had sold in any time recently. And they sold for like $25. Guess what month they sold in? Around what time? December? No. November? When would somebody want Oh, little, February. Not February. No, hearts. Okay. I got you with the hearts, but it's a little hampering. So it's kids. Think kids. 
I have no idea. Mother's Day. Ah, Mother's okay, Day. So like day. right around Mother's Day, right around that time, what is that, May or whatever, like like within a week of Mother's Day, all of them that had sold any time recently were sold then. Okay, so okay. like even thinking about that, like when I'm buying something, like now I've got this item listed and I have to kind of do the cost benefit analysis. Like, do I just keep this up all year, potentially eating, you know, paying the listing fee on this item? Or do I say, maybe I just put it on a shelf and wait until get close to Mother's Day, right? Okay, I hear what you're saying. And it actually reminded me of Christmas sweaters, ugly Christmas sweaters. Mm. So those are big. I would say three years ago, I remember watching a news story of, about a person that that's all their store was. Mm. Like not eBay store. Like they actually traveled the country, picked up ugly Christmas sweaters, opened a store in Southern California, and they made a ton of money. But guess who else is in the ugly Christmas sweaters game right now? Amazon. Well, a little bit of Amazon, but think about the big box store that could decimate anybody once. Oh, yeah, Walmart. Okay, Walmart, right? You go to Walmart during Christmas. But see, those are cheap knockoff fake. Yeah, but think about it. Most people, when they go to a Christmas party, let's say they're, you know, they don't have a lot of money or they're trying to buy just something for one event. Right. They may not want to drop the $40, $50 on an ugly Christmas sweater. That's true. Right? So they'll just go to Walmart and spend the 20 bucks. But a lot of those ones at Walmart, and I agree with you. I think you're right. That does that does change the game. But like a lot of those are just like a regular sweater with like a print on it, right? Like they just like I, iron I agree, on print. I agree. Whereas like when you go to a thrift store, and I've seen a few, and I haven't picked them up yet, and they're not always like necessarily Christmas themed, but they're definitely ugly, ugly sweaters. And I'm like, oh, this would be great for an ugly Christmas sweater party. Those are like somebody's great aunt wore that yeah. like to church and thought it looked good. You know what I mean? To so, church. <laughs> so, so my favorite Walmart, my favorite ugly sweater is actually a Walmart one I bought for 20 really? bucks. I think you saw me wear it one time. It's a bunch of cats like like uh, honest, you know, pushing Santa's oh no, dr- pulling Santa's sleigh mm. with lights and it sparkles. Nice. Now it looks awesome when it's on me because I look weird in a tight sweater with cats <laughs> and lights. Okay, but again, you know, the ugly Christmas sweater game is different. So you got to think outside of the box now. Mm. Like for me, sports theme ugly Christmas sweaters works, or mm. not ugly, just sports theme. Right. Or sometimes I find some Star Wars ones where it's like stormtroopers, like those so well for me. So you got to think in those terms, right? You got to think outside of the box. I don't want you to think, hey, I just buy ugly Christmas sweaters. I'm going to make money. Because remember, thrift stores, how much do you know how much thrift stores sell their ugly Christmas sweaters for when it gets closer to Christmas? Probably like 20, 30 bucks. They do. Like one of our good friends, she bought one for $40. Oof. And I said, you could have bought one from my eBay store. What are you, what are you thinking? Oh. Right. So you got to think unique. So, again, this is super broad. But when you're thinking about items to buy, think about what people would want as gifts, not the mm. everyday. Just you're thinking about unique items or new items. Right. A lot of Nike shoes or electronic video games, all those things or those toys that people can't get that are out of stock. OK, so I want to talk about the post Christmas slowdown real quick. Yeah. What is what is that like? How does that end up working out? So. I would say by December 23rd, you pretty much have shipped everything out, whether okay. you're doing eBay or Amazon. And then things, some things sell, like there's some trickling, but it's like dead for two weeks. Now, which seems a little strange because I would imagine that people are getting like some gift cards, right? Like for they Christmas. Are. and But it there's like this lull. Hmm. So you'll see like a lot of the reselling YouTubers, like they go on vacation during that time. That's the time. That's when they they go and they do absolutely nothing. They go they go you know fishing. They go somewhere else. So that Christmas slowdown. So be careful about that. Like last year, 
uh, I bought a ton of stuff on the 22nd. Like there are these certain toys that they I think Target was selling them for like $11 and they're selling for about $40 and they're quick flips. So I didn't mind buying, you know, 40, 50 of them because they would sell. Well, unfortunately, they got to the warehouse too late. Mm. And actually, I just sold a bunch of them over the last two days. Nice. So some of these were like Lego kits that I paid $10 for that I was flipping for like 40 in Q4. Oh, you're not restricted on Lego? No, I uh-huh. I got lucky. Uh-huh. For a reason, I got grandfathered in. So oh. I didn't know that they were restricting Lego. Oh, everything is restricted. Really? I should take you into a store with me on my phone. You need to go. And I'll, I'll scan every item on every, and you, there'll be like that one random like packet of, I don't know, erasers. And it's like, oh, look, I could sell this. Like, really? It's bad. Sorry. Oh, I feel terrible for you. It's all right. Maybe I got to just break in with like the book game, right? Or something like that. But again, eBay, you can sell some of them on eBay yep. if you and, get the right we toys. Have, we have. We've, we've gotten a few toys and have flipped them on eBay. And that's what I mean. Like, I mean, I know Amazon is bread and butter for a lot of people, but eBay, is, it's nice. It's no, easy. you're right. Like some Lego sets. I remember I could sell some Lego sets for that were selling for four. That you could buy them at Walmart for 40 and they're selling for 80 to 100 on Amazon. Mm. But they're also selling for 80 to 100 on eBay. Nice. And I remember selling them on both. So you're right. Like there's some things that you can sell on both. So what and what I want to touch on is be careful. Like don't think that things are if things are super hot on the 22nd, they're not going to be hot on the 26th or the 27th. Yeah, which makes sense because Christmas is over. I I know, but you know what? Some people do. Okay, maybe I was the only. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Maybe I'm the only one. I think you might have. You might have got a little ahead of yourself on that one. Somebody out there has to rescue me and let me know I wasn't the only one. Even Orlando makes mistakes. (laughs) I make mistakes all day long. Okay. All right. So January, I call it the January Jubilee. Sounds good. We should put that on a T-shirt. January Jubilee. Pure Hustle Podcast. January Jubilee. Now everybody's going to put this on Merch on, by Amazon, oh. and now we're going to lose money on that. Oh. Or Printful, the other one. No, uh, trademarked. Um, I'm going to take a copy of this this video and put it in the mail and so it gets posted. No, I'm just kidding. I know that doesn't work. But. So, Jay, did you see this Disney cup? It looked pretty awesome. Nice. Anyways, okay. No one cares. Those of you who listen to the podcast, you're like, why? <laughs> you got to see Mike's face. Anyways, Starbucks cups sell well, too. Really? If you have the right, unique Starbucks cups, they sell well at Christmas. Nice. So something to think about. Okay. So January Jubilee is big, I think, both on Amazon and eBay. So what happens is a lot of people now have the gift card. So the yeah. slowdown stopped, right? People are no longer traveling, and now they have money to burn, mm. right? So my biggest month on eBay is January. Hmm. Which is weird because I don't think there are eBay gift cards, but maybe people have enough gift cards. There are can... eBay gift cards. Are there? Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. They're what I there. what I typically do. Come and... on, eBay. You got to do some more marketing yeah. on those gift cards. I'm an eBay reseller. I didn't know they had that. You um, do. So, I mean, I, I'm sure some people do what I do is, I, you know, I get I get a bunch of Amazon gift cards, which I think are, as as an eBay reseller, is maybe bad to say, but I, they're, they're my favorite. I no, I, I get it. I get them too. Um, but, like, sometimes I get Amazon gift cards. And there's something else that I want, though, that's not particularly at Amazon. Like, I want, like, a unique camera piece of equipment or something. And I can only get it at a certain place. So I kind of make the deal with my wife. Like, all right, I've got $100 in Amazon gift cards. Um, the next time we need to buy something from Amazon, we use the gift cards. And then I just take 100 bucks and go. Right? So, like, I kind of exchange my gift card to, like, household needs. No, I get then, it. So get I'm it. sure people do that even with eBay stuff. Like, you can have my Walmart gift card if I can buy this item on eBay. 
No, no, it's true. It's true. And this is why I say January Jubilee, because now people are going to buy for themselves. Mm. Right. So that shirt that, you know, is a, let's say it's a unique, let's say it's a San Francisco Giants, you know, Hawaiian shirt. Right. Which typically sell well. You might have been able to sell it in Q4, but you definitely will sell it in January, especially because mm. baseball season is around the corner. OK. Or video games. Right. I, I sell a ton of video game stuff in January. Nice. So I'm not I'm not saying hold out. What I'm saying is just be aware, like be ready, because I would say my biggest priced items on eBay sold in January. Nice. Now, I'm not making a prediction. Again, everybody's experience is different, right? I don't Maybe we need a legal disclaimer on the, on the on, on every podcast. We are not we are not. Uh, we don't guarantee. Yeah, no guarantee. Highly this probable, but advice. don't guarantee. This is just advice. There, it's just advice. Okay. So just be aware of that. And so, you know, it doesn't hurt if you know, like you're going thrifting and you find good items, knowing that they'll sell in January. But if there are like toys and Christmas items, I'd be careful. Mm. One of one of the mistakes I made was after Q4, there's this huge clearancing out of toys and stuff, at, you know, and Christmas items yep. at Target Walmart. So I remember buying a bunch of them. And send them to FBA, and they didn't sell because everybody else was doing the same thing. Right. Yeah, I've right. noticed that with like clearance stuff. That's the, that is the risk of that is is it becomes a flooded market on the secondary market, as it were. Well, somebody today actually sent me a direct message and said, "I just sold a bunch of toys that I bought in January." Right. So you got to be careful about. It. So January mm-hmm. Jubilee is good, but I think eBay good. Right. Like you will be able to sell those things that people now want to buy that are very unique that they can't get on Amazon because no. they're vintage items. So just something to think about. Yeah. And then when it comes to that, you know, picking up those clearance at those big, big box stores, um, maybe recognizing that um, if it is going to be a year before you sell, if it's next Q4 that those items are going to sell, make sure you're not getting like the trendy items, like get the the tried and true, right? Like Legos is going to be good because Legos are always going to be big. I saw a news story. Do you know that Legos sometimes hold better value than investing in the stock market? That's crazy. So it's oh, true. Is it? I don't, you know, don't we, we have a friend that like holds on to Legos so they're retired and they have a huge stockpile right now. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know who you're talking about. Oh yeah. He's, he's going to be doing well unless there's like a fire and he loses all his Legos. Are they insured? I hope they're insured. I'm sure. Insure your Legos. You that go. should be another uh, T-shirt that we make. Pure Hustle sure. Podcast. Insure your Legos. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be like ten people who get it, and they'll be like, "Oh, that's a great." Okay, I, I think we need to wrap up the show. All right. Well, well thank here, you for listening, okay. guys. Wait, wait, wait. Before we wrap it up, though, hopefully, uh, you know, we gave you some kind of tips or at least things to think about. I know this wasn't extensive. I know there's it wasn't huge about Q4, but, you know, things to think about. Make sure you're not only thinking about what to buy, but how you're going to buy it. Like, how are you going to raise your capital? Think about where you're going to go sourcing. That's a big one, too. We didn't talk too much about that, but you got to think about, you know, especially now that there's no Toys R Us and there's going to be a KB Toy Stores. You know, are you going to go to Walmart? Are you going to go to Target? Are you going to go to thrift stores? Are there other unique places you're going to go to? So you got to think about where you're going to source your items, okay? And also, you know, are you going to go for unique or are you going to try to follow the trends? Are you going to do both? And what platforms are you going to use? Is there something I'm missing here? Uh, No, have fun. Have fun while you're doing <laughs> yeah, it. And have fun because Q4 is definitely the time that you can ne- definitely level up your life. And you can walk out of Q4 
with a ton of capital in hand and also some spending money. Enjoy a little vacation, you know, during that two-week lull right after, you know, the Christmas season ends. I'm ready. I want to make money. So it's going to be good. So hopefully you found this helpful. I felt like we could have gone on longer, but we don't want to belabor the point. There's a lot of stuff out there. But again, Q4, like think about Black Friday. Black Friday will be very big for you Amazon sellers. Maybe good for you eBay sellers, but be careful about what you're buying. So with all that said, hey, make sure you keep following us on Pure Hustle Podcast on Instagram, Pure Hustle Cast on Twitter. Show us some love on YouTube. And with that said, be real. Be relevant. Be reselling. Peace. We wanted to take a quick moment to thank our sponsors for this episode. Hey everyone, welcome to Pure Hustle Podcast. I'm Mike. And this is Orlando, and we're in episode 1-1. Episode 11. There we go. You ready? Doing it. All right. What are we talking about today? We are going to talk about Q4. Do you know what Q4 is real quick? Yeah, we talked about that last episode. If you haven't had a chance to listen to the last episode, (laughs) it's great. Go back and check it out. But just to recap. Just just for that look, just do it. Do it for the look. Yeah, and so again, if you're not watching us on YouTube, you got to see the look, right? No, but... uh, (laughs) So here we go. So Q4 is the the last three months of the year, right? This is when most uh, most resale resellers and, and retail companies make uh, majority of their their profits, right? And the reason we want to talk about this is not because everybody else is talking about it. It's because I think not everything is being discussed, mm. right? I, I I get the sense that everybody's like Q4, be ready, blah blah. But it's not about like, hey, whatever I throw up on eBay is going to sell. Mm. Right, whatever I throw up on Amazon is going to sell. There's a lot that's involved in Q4. But Q4 can be a game changer. Yep. You still got to do that research and, and, and be relevant with what you're picking up. So I think that's what we're going to be talking about today. So so where, where do we start with this? I think we start with, first of all, you know, is it the same on all the platforms? Right? And, and you know, for instance, is it the same on eBay and Amazon and local? What do you think? Um. You know, I haven't experienced a Q4 yet. This will be my first uh, Q4, so I'm excited to see. Uh, the I'm, the platforms I'm, I currently sell most on are Poshmark, uh, eBay, still starting out on Amazon, and then Craigslist. So um, I don't, I don't, I doubt there'll be much of a difference with Craigslist. Uh, I, I definitely think Poshmark. See, I, think and, I beg to differ on that one. Really, I'd love to hear that. So yeah, but I, I'm thinking Poshmark and eBay will definitely pick up, and I know. Amazon for you and for other uh, resellers, especially if you're buying the right items, is, is going to be the golden time. Okay, so let's talk about the local game first. Yeah, let's do it. Right now, I don't know about Craigslist. Okay, so when I said, hey, there's a place for that, I meant local. Right, so I'm talking about like offer up and let go. Okay, so I'm still using Craigslist. Is is Should I be using offer? I've never used offer Have up you, or let go. Has Craigslist changed since the 90s? But is that a bad thing? Like it works, doesn't it? Uh, and it hasn't been do, around do you since think the nineties. Does it work it? for you still? I've sold quite a few things on okay, Craigslist. I, I have too, and I've bought stuff too. But think about it. Craigslist is probably one of the only websites that has not changed. But is, is it really that old? I thought Craigslist was fairly new. No, Craigslist. I it's been around. It started maybe for me because I grew up in the Bay Area, and that's where it started. Okay. But I want to say late 90s, early 2000s, really? like people are still doing Craigslist. I was way behind on Craigslist. I didn't really figure out what Craigslist was till probably, I don't know, 2008, 2009. Oh, no, no. It's been around for a while. Wow. And okay. it has not, cha- I mean, seriously, has not changed. Hmm. I, and you can tell, you go on there, like this looks antiquated. Yeah, definitely 
has the old-fashioned look to it. All right, it's kind of like those certain eBay pages that still look like they're trapped in the 90s. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? And you're going like, why hasn't somebody redone the HTML here? Yeah. Like, what's going on? Okay, so local game at Q4. So when you think about Q4, what do you think about? Like, as far as selling? What's one of the, some of the items that come to your mind? I mean, it's got to be toys. It's got to be number one, right? Okay. Toys so, are going to be huge. Okay. So toys are a big one. Yep. And I would say the local game on toys picks up. Really? It does. So, I mean, I could definitely see that being a thing, especially if people can, you know, get same day and if they need stuff and they want to pick up something for their kid. And yeah, that's, I, I guess I could see that. Well, it's I never cr- even thought of selling toys locally. So, for example, and, and I don't think... I hope too many resellers aren't upset, but like those LOL dolls. Do you remember those? Like those big, huge, like half dome kind of carrying case kind of dolls? Nope. Okay. <laughs> no, I, just, I didn't I didn't okay. play with dolls. So. All right, those of you that have, have been reselling for a while, you know what I'm talking about. So there, there were these things called LOL, and they're like these surprise dolls. Mm. So they come in this like plastic half dome. Okay, with the carrying case. And some are big, like the big ones, and then they have smaller ones. And those were big sellers last year. Hmm. Right. And so some were going for, you know, at, at the peak, I would say for about two hundred dollars. Right. But they did cost sixty to eighty, depends where you bought them. Right. Some people bought them at Toys R Us when they were about fifty to sixty. Some people bought them when Toys R Us figured out that this was a hot item for eighty. Okay. Okay. And they were selling out everywhere. Like you couldn't, you could not find them. And people started sending them into Amazon really fast. Mm. And then guess what Amazon did? Got a big shipment of them? They got a big shipment. And what do you think the other thing is that they did? Raised prices? No. I don't know. What did they do? Drop well, prices? What, what did they do to you when you when I said, hey, toys, easy, oh, go. Restricted. Yes. They restricted yep. so fast. Yep. So a lot of people got into the LOL, you know, big dog, what a surprise dog game really quick. And they didn't end up, you know, having to not be able to send their stuff into Amazon. So one of the things that we talked about on last episode was that we spoke to the Amazon rep person that had a okay. good, great conversation. And one of the things they mentioned to us was, and and from experiences I've heard you say. Wait, before you move on, those of you that haven't listened to the episode before this, you should. But Mike actually got a conference call with Amazon. Yeah, they reached out to us. Like we didn't reach out to them. So we had we had opened up a store and, and it had been like two weeks and we hadn't, you know, submitted anything to it. And and so they reached out to us and said, like, hey, we'd love to help you if you have any questions. Or so they were very helpful. It was like it was a great experience. But and I don't know if maybe we didn't like phrase the question the right way or if things have changed since because I've heard stories from different people. Uh, but but they basically said that once an item is shipped to them, um, if they restrict it, if once it's in their warehouse, you can still sell it. They're, you're not restricted for it. Oh wow! So I don't know if that's I have a new not thing. Had that experience. Okay, yeah. So I don't know if that was maybe just misinformation from them, or if I if I didn't ask the question correctly. Uh, but essentially, was because that was one of the concerns is if we ship stuff to you and then all of a sudden it's restricted, um, and they basically said like they might restrict you for future ones, but if if it's in our warehouse, um, huh. We, you're good. So I don't know. So let ago, us know. A week ago, I had toys that I picked up for five dollars. I can flip for thirty, and I th- they were my bread and butter last year during Q4. Mm-hmm. Like people weren't people didn't, you know, they didn't think about this toy, and so I would buy it for twenty dollars, and I'd flip it on Amazon for fifty. Now I know the profit margin. Maybe I made fifteen dollars on each item, but I sent in about a hundred. Mm-hmm. Right. So you do the math. 
price is definitely worth it because right. they're selling. Like as soon as they got to the warehouse, they would sell. And then I saw a bunch of them on clearance at Target, and I bought a bunch of them, and they got restricted. Mm. And then I got this notice, like, create a removal order. So if you go to Stranded Inventory on Amazon, it'll give you options. Like, you could relist it uh, or you can, you know, you got to update the offer. But sometimes the only option you get is create removal order. Mm. And I had to end up shipping them all back, and now I'm selling them on eBay. So it's interesting they told you that. Yeah, they told us that. And again, I don't know. I don't know if if it was just misinformation, if I was on my part or their part. Um, or if they've had a change in policy. Um, so I don't know, maybe somebody else can can join in in this conversation and let us know your experiences with that. That'd be great. Interesting. Okay, so tell me, so where were you going with that? So you're saying that it's still a good opportunity then, right? Because if it's not restricted, you're going to be okay. That, that will, I do not want to give anybody. No, I know, I know, I know, but, but that's what I told you. Yeah, that, that is what, uh, the, how the conversation went. Um, and, and again, like I, it could have been misinformation on either side if, if I'm wrong on this, but, um, that, that was definitely the way I left that conversation feeling. Interesting. Okay. So as a result of that, right, LOL dolls were restricted. And what ended up happening is that the local market began to grow. And I sold a lot of LOL. And, you know, and it was funny because all they had to do is drive down to the Target mm. 10 miles from where I lived and they could have picked up the same ones. Now, they were sold out, obviously, so they couldn't do that. But some people just don't want to do the hunt. I keep talking about this personal shopper thing. Like, I got a people, question. This, yeah, is, this, okay. is, this is probably like ethically terrible and people are going to hate me for this, but I'm just throwing things out there. I don't know how Wait, this works. You started off wrong already. This is going to be ethically terrible. Or it could be. I don't know. Okay. You have to tell me because maybe right. maybe this is like, no, that's how supply and demand works. But I know one of the problems, at least that I have when it comes to buying certain things, um, every year when Christmas comes around, I always say like, oh, I should go get the whatever the game console is or whatever the thing is that's going to be the hot item and sell it. But you tend, at least me, it's kind of like almost a guessing game. Like you don't always know what that item is going to be until the time comes. And by the time you realize what the item is, it's already sold out. But what if, I mean, it, it probably won't work in a huge area, but if you were selling the local game, could you just buy all the inventory at a bunch of stores of a certain item so every single store shows sold out and then you're the only seller selling it locally? You could. And there's people that do that. Is there, Yeah, I was going to ask. Like, is that a I thing? mean, there people, are. I, I know people that do that where it's, and, and I think resellers and, you know, maybe they're not going to be happy after I share this, but there are some resellers that they make sure that that item is not in stock so they can be the only ones that control the game on those items. Mm. And, and, and you know, I, I don't know where I land on that. Ethically. I think it's fine. I that's, don't have a problem with it. That's supply and like, demand, right? That's I showed market. up. It was there. You, I hunted for this item. You didn't. Yep. I don't know. But I could be wrong. But, right, we have a friend of ours, right? She tells us all the time, like, oh, don't be one of those guys. Right? What does she say? Oh, yeah. yeah. In fact, I know you're listening because she's been listening to our episode. So, okay. yeah, she says, uh, are you going to be one of those people that go to the store and buy the the item that all the kids want so that parents can't go and buy it? And I looked at her and I said, yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> if I can make money. Like a heartless, cold. Yeah. And yeah. I felt bad because then her, her response is, I hate those people. Just wait until your kid wants something. And, you know, I do feel and bad. She's about one of the that. sweetest people I know, oh, yeah, too. She's great. Yeah. So, 
So uh, if you're listening, thanks for listening. We appreciate that. Uh, and and if if it's an item that your kid wants that we went out and bought, we'll make sure to get it to you at a, at a very See, good price. But the flip side is the flip side is we're providing a service. That's right. We for that, about that person yeah. in Michigan that can't get that yep. item that we're able to provide for that child. And the and the question comes down to because it is it is a market supply and demand issue. Um, what was behind it in the first place? Was it intentionally like that the company that made this item or Toys R Us, which is no longer around, or whatever company is selling the item, recognizes that they're going to limit the supply so that they can hike the prices up? Because if they realize that this is going to be a high demand item, they just make more of them. Sometimes they do that. It kind of, do you remember, what was those big eggs? Oh, the Hatchimals. Hatchimals, yeah. So two years ago, they didn't think it was going to take off. Mm. So that created... You know, a the huge demand. demand, right? Where this last year, they knew that there was going to be a big demand. So, you know, I remember picking up, I think it was like the gold mink Hatchimals. And I remember mm-hmm. I went into Walmart and I I saw these Hatchimals. I'm like, you know, I, this music, this whole music, right? And I, I, that was terrible. Sorry about that. So I, <laughs> I should edit real. Music there you go. Now. There you go. So I pick, I get them, I put them all in my car. I'm like. Awesome, right? And I, I look on eBay and there's comps that are, you know, I these were going for like 30. Uh, they were selling it for 30 at Walmart and comps were like 100 something. So I pick them all up and I go to the register and I, I always do self-checkout. So that's a tip for everyone. If you're reselling, do self-checkout mm. because you don't want any red flags, right? Especially Target. Are you, are you not supposed to say Target? No, because Target doesn't like resellers. Ah, well. Just throwing it out there. Well, I like Target, so. I, I do, there too. There you go. But but they're not a fan of mine. So, I went, and it was nowhere in their, like, computer. Mm. So, I'm like, what's going on? And they go, oh, how'd you get these? I'm like, oh, they, they were up on the shelf. They're like, oh, these aren't supposed to be out for three days. I'm like, oh, well, can I just buy them? They're like, no. Oh, that's rough. And they refused to sell them to me. Did you ask for a manager? I did. I did the whole nine yards. Did you ask for the manager's manager? No, I didn't. It was one of those where I knew I wasn't going to win. Really? I mean, they got a product on their shelf. Yeah, but reality is a private business, you know. That's true. So in the long run, when they got released, the prices tanked. Anyways, what I want to (laughs) say in all of that is, yes, supply and demand is big. So you got to... Make sure you're aware that whatever you're picking up is something that isn't going to be replenished right away, or you'll end up with the fingerlings debacle of 2017. Oh, yeah. Was it 2017? Don't, don't yeah, be stuck with a ton of fingerlings. But man, for a while there, those things were hot. They were. Because they Amazon doing, you know how they do that, what do they call it, the treasure truck? Yeah. Isn't that the thing where like yeah. they come by and they have a, I remember that Amazon did the treasure truck when that was big with the fingerlings. They did the treasure truck with fingerlings and people lost really? their minds because you couldn't get them anywhere. But all of a sudden, here comes Amazon pulling up at a parking lot somewhere selling fingerlings. And it was like, if you came, <laughs> what? Like, it was crazy. Was it like ice cream truck music? I mean, I don't know. I haven't been to one, but I heard it was crazy. Wow, that's crazy. That's an interesting story. Okay, we need to move on. All right. So what we want to say is like, hey, the local game is real. Like, so be aware of that. Now, you got to be aware and take a look at what everybody else is doing. Because what I saw happen the last couple of years is certain items, like you'd sell them really quick, 
but everybody else realizes that too. Mm -hmm. And then the market gets flooded locally. And then again, you're in the same problem. So now you have an item that's restricted on Amazon that is flooded on eBay and flooded local. So you got to be careful. Okay. So what about prepping? Are you doing any prepping right now for Q4? Um, well, I, I count part of what I did with organizing my garage okay. as prep storage space, right? Because we know there's going to be a lot of inventory coming that's in. Good. Um, and then 